Kansas anymore. Hi, I'm Jackie Collins, and you are listening to Neil and Debbie, you lucky people. Hello. Good morning. Zip it, shrimpy. (laughs) Oh, another week. We've gobbledy gobbledy up, Neil, and we're still here. We're still here. Ready for action? Ready for action. Um, I'm going to say yes to that, Neil, and I've got a treat beyond treats for you featuring our favourite... Don't mind me while I mash. Later on, we're going to her bedroom. Repeat, we will be going to Nigella's bedroom later on. Yes, you're welcome. It's Shapeshifters, second chance on Gadio. Good morning, this is Neil and Debbie. Welcome to the show this Saturday morning. Hello? Are you Make there? mother another drink. Is it too early? Is it too early? Good morning to you, Neil. Happy February to you. <laughs> Happy February. Silly word, that one, it? February. If you would like to get in touch with the show today, we've got we've got the time and we've got the ability to mm. take you in to our bosom. I'm having a cuppa, just get us going, and I've got a chocolate mini roll for breakfast. Oh, no, we started this already. Welcome to Glasgow. Yeah, no, exactly. At this is Ndebs at Gadio. Email Ndebs at Gadio.co.ufat. Um, we'd love to hear from you. That is a little feature that's coming up later. We missed it last week. You know, we missed a lot of stuff last week. Mm. It was like a black hole, wasn't it? Things just got swallowed last well, on last week's show. Like I don't quite know. Um, on the show yeah, today, uh, we'll be hearing from Ollie Alexander, uh, it being part of uh, HIV testing week. Dolly Parton is on the show today as well. On the show? Or if you've just got a clip, are you sexing up what we've got? I am sexing actually, up our I'm, content. I'm sexing up our dossier. Yeah. I've got some Ollie Alexander as well for poo our little poo feature at the end of the show so it's going to be Ollie Alexander heavy um, which is no bad thing because he's, he's everywhere at the moment isn't he, mm, he he's is everywhere man of the moment yeah right uh, and also I think this possibly could be the best best feature we've ever had in our world think about all the things we've ever done Neil all the things we've ever done to New York for Pride, that was right. pretty good. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, what else? Yeah, that was pretty great. Interviewing Grace Jones, that was yeah. pretty special, and George Michael, that was pretty special. And RuPaul, yeah. I think this mo- and RuPaul, yeah, RuPaul, he's going to feature on the show later on too. Just a clip, not the actual man. Um, we're going to bed with Nigella Lawson. <laughs> I mean, I think we may have just peaked there. I tell you what, I'm I in. I don't think we need to say anything else. No, I'm in. Yeah, me too. Lucid, reviews of you, Lucid. Uh, Neil and Debbie, at, this is Ndebs at Kate. So I just realised that's quite a weird thing to say, isn't it? Revis-a-vis Lucid. Mm. Um, do you know that our friend, Dr. Christian Jensen, is doing a new podcast about dreams and the weird shizzle that you dream about? Oh, is he? Oh, I've had, weird, oh, I've had some... Oh, I've had some horrendous ones this oh, week. Right. Okay, can, if there's a really horrendous one, can you take them for him to have a look at? Well, just turn up at his house. Could yeah. you take a look at my dream, please, Doctor? <laughs> no, they've been. Oh, I think it's to do with everyone having the jab. I've been dreaming about getting just like uh, punt, getting injections, and just been weird hospital stuff. I've had weird dreams about. But I had a dream the other night about us, and we we kept turning up somewhere, <laughs> and we had to keep doing something to get it. And it wouldn't work, and we had to keep going back. I, I, and honestly, that was a genuine dream. Yeah, Neil, that wasn't a dream. That's our career for the last <laughs> ten years. We turn up places, and things don't work, and then we get booted out of those places. Uh, can we just pray see this week by saying, uh, because we are recording from studio from our homes, you in St Albans, Neil, and me over here in Oxfordshire. <laughs> Um, and, the, you know, there are the odd gremlins on the line because we are doing this via Zoom. So via if Zoom it does go a bit weird, like a little connection. bit. Yeah, as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit C-3PO. It's your cheap equipment. It's nothing to do with us. That's just getting a Roberts radio or something like that because they're very good. <laughs> uh, I've, got, I've got some other stuff to share with you this week, Neil. Oh, I've right, got a yes. new pet. I've got a brand new pet. Oh, have you? Uh, it's a, yes, it's an obese animal. Uh, it's my spirit fat animal during lockdown, so you're going to be delighted to uh, hear that. I've also still got Lisa here, Australian Lisa. Has she been there all week since last weekend? How's that going? Yes. Everything all right? 
Yes. Yes. <laughs> Do you want to nod once for yes and, and the other way for no? I mean, are you okay? Do you need help? Zip it, shrimpy. Don't mind me while I mash. She could be listening. And also, um, later on on today's show, uh, Neil, I've got some other stuff. I've By the way, if you're new to the show... Oh, I've got to tell you about... I was going to say, if you're new to the show, Australian Lisa uh, is your girlfriend, yeah. just in case you are new to the show. And, uh, yeah, anyway, carry on. She's this lady here. Hello. Testing, testing. Um, I've also got... Have you heard about Karen the Lips? Have you heard about this person called Karen the Lips? No. Oh, Neil... Oh, she's tremendously vile. She's from America. Right. And she's a, a salon-owning, Trump-loving homophobe. Oh. Uh, and I have got, I found a story about her this week. I went, no, no. So that's coming up later. Well, Some audio your, from her. But your lips yeah. later. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> Can tweet us at this is Endebs at Gadio. Email Endebs at Gadio. Co.uk. I'm reading one out as I look at it, Neil, and right. it features a drink. Uh, it's a cat and a drink. Books and Wine have tweeted. Mm. Uh, Bear and I listening to this is Endebs. We're about to binge watch. It's a sin. It's not too early for bubbles, is it? Question mark. And it's a lovely glass of pink. I'm going to say it's pink. Is that pink champagne or pink carver? Maybe it's a Lambrini, Neil. You'd know uh, that one. You'd, you'd, you're the expert with the Lambrini. But the cat is just looking outside, just going, what's it all about? The cat is just... There's us in 2021 and 2020 mm. just looking outside going, what? Yeah. Who are you? <laughs> what are... What is this? <laughs> Um, so it's, no, it's not too early for bubbles at all. We need to talk about It's a Sin, because mm. I'm introducing Australian Lisa to it for the first time this weekend, because she's not even watched one she's episode not. yet. She's so I can't watch any until she's... No, I know, I know, I know. You're kidding I know. me. I know! He's been on for two I'm weeks. Not. I'm thinking about ending our relationship because <laughs> of it, actually. KDO. Oh, the bad and the lovely... Get it? Got it? Good. Yes, as always, delving into things that have been going on in our little corner of the world uh, this week, I thought I'd tell you, first of all, of course, it's been National HIV Testing Week this week. Uh, the uh, It's a Sin star, Ollie Alexander, has been doing his bit to encourage all of us to get tested and, of course, to know our status. There has been amazing progress in the fight against this virus, thanks to the early activists who fought for research, for funding, for humanity. So this means today we have PrEP, a pill that you take to stop you contracting HIV. We have effective medication that stops you getting sick if you're HIV positive and stops you from passing it on to any partners. And unlike in 1985, it's now super, super easy to order an HIV test. You can do it online and you can do it at home and get the results really quickly. So let's celebrate this amazing progress by taking a test and knowing our status. It's great that he's fronting that this year, isn't it? Very good. It's his year, isn't it, Ollie Alexander? Oh. And there are instantly free HIV test kits available. I don't know if you're aware of this, but if you do a search online for sexual health in your local area or you go to the Terence Higgins Trust uh, website, tht.org.uk, uh, there's loads of places where you can get a, a test done. It's all done at home. They post it to you, send it back. So it's all done in very privately and uh, you get yourself know your status. It's really important, isn't it? Absolutely, love. Absolutely. Now, amazing scenes this week in India after their Supreme Court struck down an antiquated colonial-era law making same-sex relations no longer a criminal offence, which is just amazing. They've been trying, they've been petitioning for this to happen for several years now, and it got knocked back on several occasions. They've finally uh, passed it. So a uh, big change in India is amazing, finally. The only thing, as we give you some good news on this feature, we do sometimes have some not-so-good news. Uh, this is happening in Turkey. The abuse and restrictions against Turkey's LGBT plus population are growing increasingly more alarming. Frontline politicians now are using social media platforms to spread hatred and homophobia. There's been protests and all sorts of things going on in Turkey this week. So, um, you know, some parts of the world have sorted themselves out. Other parts seem to be going a bit backwards, I'm afraid. Uh, good news, though. 
And this is against the abusive practice of gay conversion therapy, which this week has now been banned in the Australian state of Victoria. This is something you, you drew to my attention, which is amazing news, isn't it? That really is progress. It is progress, but it, it, is it? Um, because that should have been banned so long ago. Mm. I'm something, sometimes thinking I've like fallen asleep in a time machine yeah. and I'm sort of like, yo, yo, I'm, in, I'm in 1821. And then you think, oh my God, this is, no, this is this week in Australia. Yeah. Hello. But Hello. We're still waiting for it to be uh, criminalised in this country at the very least. Uh, hopefully it'll happen soon. Uh, Dolly Parton has revealed that she turned down the Presidential Medal of Freedom from the Trump administration. <laughs> Twice. Twice. Uh, the award is bestowed by the serving president in recognition of great service to America, a bit like an MBE or a knighthood in this country. When it was suggested maybe President Biden would give uh, Dolly the Medal of Freedom, uh, Dolly was her beautiful, self-effacing self. To be honest, in all fairness, I got offered the Freedom Award from the Trump administration. I couldn't accept it because my husband was ill. Then they asked me again about it, and I wouldn't travel because of the COVID. So now I feel like if I take it, I'll be doing politics so i don't i'm not sure i don't work for those awards it'd be nice but i'm not sure that i you know uh that i even deserve it but that's a nice compliment for people to think that i might deserve it oh my god she's queen of diplomacy she's utter good she basically went now trump is an idiot but we've seen it in the nice possible way Oh God! I want to, we need to go. We need to, um, some dolly lessons in life, don't we? We definitely need some of her da- her tact dolly lessons. <coughs> that was actually the wrong sound effect, but we'll just what ignore the that. Earth was that? Uh, this is Endebs at Gadio. It's a screaming frog from Supernature in a couple of months ago. Right. This is Endebs at Gadio. Email Endebs at Gadio.co.uk because our preferred method of communication is always... Uh, on Twitter, uh, on, on, excuse me, on Twitter. And then longer ones on email. Uh, we must welcome a new listener into our bosom near. Her name is Lisa and she's from Brighton. Oh, yes. Onwards and upwards, she says, exclamation mark. Loving Brighton. So that's beautiful to have you listening there, Lisa. Anyone called Lisa's all right in my book? I see, yes. Mm -hmm. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Now, you know I've got a certain addiction to a TV channel. You know which one it is, don't you? Uh, Channel 4. I find myself watching it. No, not Channel 4. I find myself watching it when there's nothing else on and then two hours of my life have gone. Usually it's Andy Peter's Pies. Sometimes it's a Yankee Candle. I'm talking about the wondrous QVC. You will never guess who was on it this week. Ever, ever, ever. I'm going to play you a clip and I want you to buzz in when you know who this is. Corpus Christi Wang. Are you ready? Yep. Listen, I've been doing drag for about 300 years and (laughs) I know colours, I know makeup and this palette has everything you need to create the drama. In fact, not only that, but as a gift, as we enter this gift season, what a great packaging to get to open up on Christmas morning for your fan of of RuPaul's Drag Race or really just makeup in general. This is a tool that every makeup artist will envy. And you will become the makeup artist of your dreams with this palette and this tool. Yes, Neil. I thought I was going to. I was thought it was David Dimbleby at first, but clearly not. Uh, there was no. a clue towards the end. Yeah, great. Yes, there was RuPaul's Drag Race. He was peddling his. Uh, RuPaul was peddling uh, the makeup range, and do you know what it's called? Go on. Ru Palette, <laughs> and it's eyeshadows. And I watched this for nearly an hour. You can watch it. They put it up on QVC's website because it's from Christmas, so they obviously say, haven't got yeah. much stock in because they're yeah. replaying old clips. <laughs> but it's an eyeshadow range. And the name of them are so RuPaul. You've got ones called The Library is Open, <laughs> Death Drop for the Gods, and there's one called Kiki, which made me think we have to play Let's Have a Kiki in honour of that. Any excuse to play it, to be honest yeah. with you. Okay. But this is um, RuPaul. RuPaul was in one on one camera and his makeup artist was on another. And I mean, I was just sat there just transfixed, drooling like a dog. Mm. That you need that little bitty lift right in there. So easy. And you just 
blended in. And again, it's not like taking up makeup. Yeah. It actually is a treatment for your skin mm. that makes you look fabulous. Can I tell you the skin on this human is not right, okay? First of all, all right? And I can, if you want RuPaul's skin, you need to get these things, run, don't walk. You know, I nearly bought one. I nearly bought one. I don't wear makeup. Were you seduced? I bought you one for your birthday. I was <laughs> seduced. Uh, but it was fantastic. If ever you need a lift this week, just Google RuPaul QVC and uh, yeah, become become sad. Like that's what life has become now. I'm watching reruns from Christmas of RuPaul selling makeup. Good lord. I often tell myself on the show later we'll do another freedom of choice selection of tracks for Debbie to choose from and also uh, Jerry Halliwell is back with her Rainbow Woman uh, this week her little film features her well she's going all sort of um, Yves Saint Laurent and uh, she's she, well she but she designs and, and makes a dress well she doesn't design the dress actually she uses a pattern and makes a dress <laughs> but guess who her style icon is Apart from herself, obviously. Is it Jerry Halliwell? Is it Jerry? Is it herself? No, it's not. Go on. It's somebody quite famous. And uh, I'll tell you who in about some minutes. All right? Radio Anthems. Please welcome Lady Gaga. Yes. Still haven't got over his voice from the inoculation. (laughs) Oh, no. See, there we are. Uh, That flipping jab thing is getting on my... It's penetrating my life. Inauguration, I meant. You know what I meant. Let's move on. (laughs) If you want to tweet us, you can. We are at This Is Endebs and we are at Gadio, but we're also endebs at gadio.co.uk on the old email, um, which is precisely what uh, Lee and Russ have used on this one. Uh, it says, Dearest Neil and Debbie, I don't think we've had a dearest before. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you oh. so much. <laughs> thank you so much for the joy that is Nighty Night, says Lee and Russ. <gasps> He says, in these miserable times, it's been a right laugh. Our gift to you guys, if you've not seen it, iPlayer, it's called Pulling. It's from the same period of time, takes a couple of episodes to get into, but it's brilliant. Uh, he's given us a link and it says, thank you very much for uh, Saturday morning's three hours of laughs. Now, I did have somewhere, I can think, I did have a little peek at this. Um, and uh, it's called Pulling, this TV series. It's from the 90s. Uh, the first episode I watched, it was a group of girls who were going on a, um, um, a hen party. One of them was obviously due to get married. And then I think from what I read, she decides on the hen party that she's not ready for the, for the wedding. But there was one line, you know when you hear little clips that jump out at you when you're listening to her watching a TV show? There was mm. one line that made me laugh. And um, it was this moment here. With all due respect, Tanya, shut up. <laughs> With all due respect, Tanya, shut up. With all due respect, Tanya, shut up. And that was on the middle <laughs> of the hen party. So there we are. So, Lee Russ, thank you for that tip. Shall, oh. I, shall I send you the clip so you can tweet it out? Um, no. I'm going to play this as a little treat. Uh, it, just even the, the first opening bars of this is, a ch- is joyous. She is so sick. It's wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Any other sick... um, Sorry, no, don't send us sick things. Any other suggestions like that, please keep them coming in because God knows I'm starting to watch The Chase, Neil. It's getting that desperate. I'm starting to watch The Chase. The Chase? Yeah, don't, please. I'm already embarrassed enough about it. To West, same Mm -mm. man. Mm -mm. Lots of toot. Mm -mm. I I am out the door. You can't be because it's COVID and you're not allowed out. Unless you're Rihanna in Australia this week, but we won't mention that. Another one. Uh, it's my, it's my favourite clip. It's my favourite feature of our show, Neil. Yes, once again, here we are delving deep into the archives, Debbie. I'm here in my uh, home studio. I've been rifling through. I found some more tracks for you this week. Um, uh, I don't know. I think I've, what I've done here is I've uh, I've done a link. I found a common thread for this week's. And okay, it, so there's a thing that's great. Yeah, involves yeah. Uh, involves a DJ, Seamus Harshi. Okay. Oh, oh it's going to be overpowered. I'll have overpowered by Roshi Murphy in a, in a heartbeat, please. Oh, Thank actually, you, no, I will. Well, actually. Okay, so here comes number one.
There we are. That is Harshi and Emmanuel. Uh, first track on the feature this week. And it's Take Me Away, Debbie. Take Me Away. Now, I said there's a common oh. common denominator here, uh, which is same as... Harshi. Uh, so your next track, which you might like to choose, you can only have one of these, of course, at the end of anthems, is Jack Wobb's Electrify, which is remixed by Seamus Harshi. So there you go, Jack Wobbs Electrify as remixed by Shemus Haji. Any remix? Anything floating yeah. your boat so far? The one, no, because oh. you know which one I'm going to pick now because okay. it's illegal not to. And well, to I don't do. think you'll find it's here actually. Uh, next up is Shemish Haji uh, and Emmanuel back together. We've already had Take Me Away. This is tonight. There we go, then. That's your freedom of choice this week. Haji and Emmanuel tonight. Jack Wobb Electrify or Haji and Emmanuel Take Me Away. Yeah. Sam, on the phone to the police, Neil. Oh. Yes, yeah, someone's stolen uh, <laughs> Roshi Murphy and Seamus Haji's uh, remix of the power. We'd like this looked into immediately, please, because this is a crime that I will not put on hold for. Right. Neil, you're going to have to go to the next song because there was one glaring emission from that. No, no, it's only, we're only having three tracks. I'm sorry. Um, so I'm on the police for the missing track because that was the one that I would have chosen. Okay. I'm happy to wait. Yes, I'll hold. Well, well, whilst you're holding off the police, well, we'll find out what happens at the end of anthems. I mean, that is a that is a cliffhanger off if ever there was one. <laughs> <laughs> Ndebs at Gadeo email ndebs at gadeo.co.uk. Now it's tricky, Neil, loving a show like It's a Sin mm. when you want to react on Twitter because I like tweeting after each live show, but you can't follow the feed because it gives away things. It gives away things. Right. Clammy Mac has been on Twitter. Clam- <laughs> We're bringing Clammy Mac. Yes. And Clammy Mac, you know how the assassination, the assassination of Gianni Versace mm. uh, was just, you know this one, don't you? You know, it's this one here, Neil. Oh my God, my computer's gone mad. Oh no, what's happened? Yeah, this one. I don't like it, I love it. I love it. How can you do this? I will never be able to do what you do. Do you remember the music that Ryan Murphy picked for that, including Easy Lover? Yes. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And do you remember um, Self Control, Laura Branigan? Yeah. Well, apparently, Laura Branigan pops up in future episodes with Gloria. And Clammy Max says, after binging It's a Sin last weekend, I cannot get this song out of my head. And they've done hashtag la. <laughs> hashtag la. Which would, it just is joyous. And I found something for you, Neil Reeve, vis a hashtag la. And it's a t shirt that's now come out that you're going to have to buy. I, I know we're going into a break, so I haven't got time to go into it now. Right. And, you know, anyway, Boohoo have owned own everything at the moment, don't they? But I'll, I'll tell you about that because you might want to buy it because it raises money for the Terence Higgins Trust. Oh, lovely. Lovely. Yeah. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. That live sound effect. Oh, no, we're on. <laughs> Those guys. <laughs> I walk alone. <laughs> so- Lila Debbie here, doing our show from our respective studios. You're in Oxfordshire, I'm in Hertfordshire, yeah. as always. And um, you've got live sound effects of the kitchen. Oh. Lisa, Australian Lisa's come down to make some tea. Oh, lovely. Would anyone like anything? I'd love something, would yes. Would like anything? Could, have you got any biscuits? Yeah. What would you like, Neil? Any biscuits? Yes, but we've had to lock them away because we both realised how much weight we've put on over yeah. over uh, the last month and it's yeah. getting serious. It's Guess, getting a bit hashtag. Guess what? <coughs> yes. <coughs> I, Say that again. Guess what I had this week? A whole packet of Maryland it's... chocolate chip cookies. The whole packet demolished. All gone. Oh. Hey, the pigs. Hash- hashtag. <laughs> See, uh, that's so weird you say that because I went past one and I, used, I said to Lisa, if I bought those, I'd eat one after the other. I dunk them in tea and then yeah. in the gob before they flop. Before, yes. before they do that yeah. flop into the tea. Do you know what else I saw this week and I thought of you, but I can't buy it because of the, uh, what do you call it, the sugar in it 
not cane sugar, the ones that's bad for the orangutans. What's it called? The orangutan sugar? Oh, the oil. When they cut down... Palm oil! Palm, yeah. I'm not buying them because of palm oil, right. but I saw Jamaican, McVitie's Jamaican cake on oh, offer. I know. Oh, it took every bone in my body <laughs> not to get that in my gob. But I thought of the orangutans. Well done. Neil, I've got a little th- a little surprise for you. Oh, yes. Uh, this was tweeted by the Terence Higgins Trust, mm. and it's the one word, they go one word... Uh, the amazing Phil Normal has created these wonderful T-shirts in honour of the Pink Palace in It's a Sin. For each one sold, a huge £20 is donated directly to the Terence Higgins Trust. Buy yours now and help support people living with HIV. We'll retweet the link to it, but it's just a T-shirt with dot on it. You've got to get one. Yeah. You've got to get one. If there's any chance for us to go anywhere this summer, I reckon you'll see a lot of people wearing those because that's perfect, isn't it? We want a lot to be, of lars. We want the lar game. Yeah. La 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 and, and also, I saw a tweet on Revis-a-Vis, It's a Sink. You know, I, I can't stop looking at all the tweets about it, although I don't want to have any plot spoilers. Mm. And this one came in and I've had my world crushed. It says, this was from Lula, Lulu, not the Lulu, another Lulu. Uh, she does quite unquote, now hit me with those lasers, please. Oh, yeah. Lives rent-free in my head. Now I thought it was hit me with those laser beams. Have I done it wrong all these years? No, hit I Hit me with those laser beams. Am I wrong or is she wrong? I'm actually just quite enjoying you doing that. <laughs> is, am I wrong or is she wrong? Because I'll take no, great joy in going, Lulu, you're wrong. I think it is beans. Leave Twitter immediately. If you're referring to... <laughs> Hit me with those lazy beans. If you're referring to Frankie Goes to Hollywood, I think it is, yeah. Oh, I can see Lisa in the background. Hello, Lisa. She's coming with the tea. Brilliant. Oh, this is actually happening oh, live yeah. as we speak. Uh, oh, she's, she's eating swa- crisps as well. She's sauntering in. What's she got there? Oh. I've got my hot water bottle. <laughs> Debbie said to me, would you like some snacks? Great. Come downstairs and get them. <laughs> I banished her to upstairs. <laughs> yeah, I'm having to hide upstairs. And Debbie said, shut the door, keep quiet. <laughs> I've got my hot water bottle sitting in a corner just rocking until Sorry. she's finished recording the show. Sorry, Neil, Neil, <laughs> doing the show. Can I just say, you make me sound like Norman Bates yeah. from Psycho. No, Kathy Bates. With, with Lisa. I'm surprised you're walking. I stay away from the shower. You know what happens. <laughs> in that movie with Norman Bates. Alright. Bye Lisa. Yeah. That's nice. So yeah, um so we haven't discovered whether that lyric was wrong and we'd realised that I'm treating Lisa badly. That's a nice insight into I think we learned a lot that time, don't you? Oh I love this song, Neil Dirty Saf. It's called It's Too Late on Gadia's Anthems. Neil and Debbie here. Tweet us. Yeah, uh, this is Ndebs at Kadio email, Ndebs at Kadio.co.uk. I remember going into HMV. Do you remember when they had the listening posts? Oh, sorry, that's my ring doorbell. Did you hear that? I did, actually, yes. No, now I sound a bit strange. You did hear that, good. Yeah. Um, so don't try and break into my house. I have a ring doorbell. Previously, so I used to go into HMV, and I remember hearing that song, Dirty South, that very remix, and there's a bit, it goes, yeah, 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 poof, and I had to rewind it each time. I was up there for about an hour. Oh, I really miss listening posts, and I really miss HMV. <laughs> don't you? Don't you miss oh, record shops? To the world? I don't want to shop online. <laughs> I don't want to go to Boohoo. <laughs> so anyway, at this is Ndebs at Gadio email Ndebs at Gadio.co.uk. Hello and love to Miss Fabulous, Miss G, who loved the daffodils on last week's uh, tweet. You put daffodils out. You I was you given some daffodils for my birthday and they are blooming lovely on the table here. Everything's a bit, there's spring, is there is a feeling of spring coming. The evenings are drawing out. Things are getting better, Debbie. Yeah. <laughs> some say that's you're optimist or pessimist. Um, I can't wait, Neil, because there is one lady that always cheers things up. She'll hate the fact we called her a lady. There's one superstar mm. that cheers things up. She's your obsession. She uh, is. She's got quite a lot of, yeah, she's got quite a lot of spunk, spunky what? attitude. There we are. 
It's the one, the only Jerry Horner. Mm. Uh, Jerry Horner featuring in your corner, Neil. Have we got? To, have we rattled on too long? Oh, I think we might not have enough time for that now. here now. Mm. So much to save it for later in the show. But I can tell you, uh, she's making a dress this yeah. week on her Rainbow Woman film, which I'm absolutely adoring. Different one each week, and uh, you know, and pearls of wisdom and some you know guidance on life from Jerry each week as well. I'm, I'm living my life by it now. Jerry. To be that's almost as desperate as me watching the chase. She's making a dress like Kirsty Allsop. She's sat there knitting. No, 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 no. Ginger no. Spice is making it. No, 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 no. She's haute couture this time. She's, I'll tell you, she looks a million, million dollars at the end of it as well. She's her own little makeover. To be honest with you, Neil, for something to do at the moment, I'd go in my kitchen and make a meat dress out of my vegetarian corn um, fake meat. Uh, like Lady Gaga, I'm that desperate for something to do. In fact, I might do it now. I could do it now. Lee Harper's been in touch on Twitter now. Don't scare me like that again with a title for the podcast. I thought you were retiring, although clearly you're far too young for that. <laughs> Ten years still, Neil. Kiss emoji. Bless. And it was the podcast from two weeks ago, uh, which was entitled So Long, Farewell. Ah, uh, yes. No, it was just a little, it was a little song to... Bid farewell to that giant Satsuma. So mm. all's well. We're right. We're right here. And beautiful to have you listening, Lee. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I don't know whether you're like me, Lee, but I don't know if you're into all the old Jerry Halliwell. Uh, she's doing her Rainbow Woman. The uh... Old. <laughs> the... Oh, she'll slap you for that. Well, she actually does make a reference to her age in this week's episode. Uh, I'm glued. I'm glued, as you know. Uh, this week she's making a dress. That's right. Jerry makes a dress. She gets a, a classic pattern from the 1960s. Any ideas who Jerry's um, style icon might be? Am I guessing now? Yeah, if you have a little, want to have a little go. Is it Dorothy Perkins? <laughs> no, but here is the reveal. I've always loved the power of clothes. Real style never goes out of fashion. It's timeless. I love Audrey Hepburn. I think she's amazing. She's my go-to. There's something about her. It just looks effortless. I would just like to point out that one. Honestly. It wasn't Jerry. It wasn't Jerry. That was you, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. So that's her style icon. And she's there and she's in her lovely palatial home. In, by the, oh, all the, you can see all the fields and the countryside outside. And um, she decides that she... Um, well, she, there's a little revelation in this next bit. She makes clothes from scratch or she customises existing garments that she's got and she does her own sort of Jerry thing to them. Here is a Spice Girls revelation. I've either taken an old outfit from the past and, you know, rejigged it. I did that on the Spice Girl wannabe. That is a trapeze outfit on backwards. Did you know that? No, that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So little revelations in there like that. And then at the end of the... Uh, this is I have to say, she knows what she's doing. At the end of the, 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 the film, and she's, she's made the dress, and it is the most... I think she's... To be honest with you, there's, there's, there's always somebody else in the film, like an expert, but they're never properly introduced... <laughs> No, there's, there's no limelight sharing here, Neil. No, <laughs> and so there's somebody else, and she talks to them at one point. And anyway, and they, they use a 1960s uh, dress pattern, but then at the end, she's standing there. She looks so gauche, so chic, so sexy. And she Ooh. climbs into this vintage white Porsche. She's wearing a white dress, and she makes a little, little spiel to camera and then drives off. And uh, as she drives off, just before she does, she, she shares her final Jerry thoughts for the week. I love playing with fashion because... You can change how you feel, you can express yourself, you can suddenly turn into who you feel like being. And I think we're every woman. There we are. We're every woman. And at that point, she drives off in the Porsche. So, so classy, so ordinary. There's no skid marks on. <gasps> um, also, Neil, that's what you've come to, is it? Jerry mm. Halliwell making a dress. On the right, on the right. Plane going over. I can. Is it like a biplane yeah. or something? Yeah, someone does loop the loop. I don't want to say I'm in an ABC One village, but someone goes out at the weekend and does a loop the loop really? over over the house. I expect them. To, I hope they don't crash near me. Um, Neil, something beautiful happened in the week. You know, a couple of weeks ago, uh, I have got a brand new pet in my back garden called Elizabeth Berkeley right. from Showgirls, the Blackbird. And this all, was all inspired because uh, I was listening to my favourite DJ, Marianne Hobbs, mm. and uh, she read out my little tweet. 
That was Avalanche's MGMT and Johnny Marr on BBC Radio 6 Music. Divine Chord is the name of the tune. I also want to shout out Debbie Ryan and the uh, the dubstep-loving Blackbird that seems to have just descended in her garden in the birdbath. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'm glad to say Elizabeth Berkeley. I've called her Elizabeth Berkeley because she flaps around, not Marianne Hobbs, the Blackbird, right. in my uh, bath, my bird bath, like the love scene out of Showgirls right, where Elizabeth yeah. Berkeley's like, yeah. ah, like the dolphin. <laughs> ah, it's a really moving scene. I want it played on my deathbed. Oh, right. Well, I'm afraid this week I found my spirit animal on lockdown. Um, we've all been doing it. Hashtag. <coughs> we've been eating our way through uh, these last few months. Mm. And on, I think it was Wednesday, I saw a robin that was so obese it couldn't land on my bird table. It was going for my fat balls, Neil. And this bird has, has become a lockdown eater. And as soon as it hears my door go, it will come to the little little table mm. and it'll go for the fat balls. And it's so rotund. And I sat at my back garden at the door going like this, like that, every morning. <laughs> and this great big fat pigeon, uh, sorry, fat uh, robin, who I've now re- renamed Round Robin, it's just sat there eating its own. I thought, oh my God, I'm looking at myself in bird form. So if anyone else has had a spirit animal during lockdown, Marianne Hobbs has adopted, you've got one, Marianne Hobbs has adopted a bird who's all on its own in St. James's Park and she's renamed it Iggy Pop and they've actually <laughs> let her adopt it because it's on its own and it feels a bit alone. She right. feels sorry for it. And so I, she's adopted that. And so now I've got Elizabeth Berkeley and the round robin. Well, I've, have got, you got? I've got Robin who just turns up... At the back door at work from time to time. I go, yeah. I go, hello, Robin, and then he flies yeah. away. He actually stood yeah. on the doorstep a couple of weeks ago, and I got a photograph of yeah. him, which is beautiful. And I, do like, the other question I'd like to ask you is, I, I did, I've never heard of what is a fat ball? Oh, a fat ball is wonderful. Google it. It's brilliant. Mm. Get fat balls in your life. Oh, now I've got an Adele Dazeem for you this week, and it's it's Tom has written to us from Australia. Uh, it's an absolute corker. It's brilliant. You'll love it. It's coming up very soon. I look forward to that, Neil. Yeah. At this is Ndebs at Gadio email Ndebs at Gadio.co.uk. Lots of love to Channel Four. <coughs> Just when you think they can't get better, mm. they have created on, uh, on their homepage programs to celebrate LGBTQI plus History Month, and they include "It's a Sin," "Sugar Rush." Do you remember that? Oh yeah. Julie Birchall wrote it. Yeah. Oh, that was awesome. Cucumber and Queer, queer as Folk and many more. And you just realised Channel Four were right at the forefront for all of this, weren't they? Very much. They so. were so. Ahead. They've got big balls. Channel Four. <gasps> They've got big fat balls, and I cannot lie. Um, so go to that and also Jamie Biggs Neil I just want an update did anybody send in their coming out story because we've had another uh, we've got coming out stories coming back on the show question mark question no, mark no I don't believe they have actually is Jamie no, going to share his did he, did he no he didn't last week so no. I'm taking that as a no Neil you shouldn't okay. harass people because that's what Lynn and up with her in, in hot water with Ofcom. So that's wonderful. Please keep in touch with us. At, this is Ndebs at Neil and Debbie. Shall we uh, delve into, well, it's, it's the world that you normally take us to. It's uh, radio's outtakes, basically, isn't it? Please welcome the wickedly talented one and only... It's Ndebs. Who? It's Sorry, Neil. This is well, this is quite unusual, Neil, because everyone's behaving themselves incredibly well this week on uh, for Adele Dazeem, and I've had no bloopers to add, but you've got one of you. Well, it's not from me. It's actually, this is great. This is from Tom, who says, Hello, Neil and Debbie. Uh, hang on, that, that deserves a twang in itself. I hope you're both fabulous. I've been a long-time listener since your Gaydar radio day. I won't do the accent, sorry. He says, I remember being 20, he says, 11 years ago, and streaming your show in the afternoon, Australian time, uh, when I worked on reception at my first office job. I love this. Um, After about two months, my boss asked me if I knew why the internet usage had doubled since (laughs) I started. (laughs) I said, I couldn't think of anything off the top of my head, but thought to myself, well worth it, well worth it. Uh, I came across a clip this evening from a news show called The 
project in Australia, and I thought of Adele Dezim instantly, says Tom. So, Tom, thank you so much for this. It's brilliant. You're going to love this. Uh, basically, this is from an Australian TV show. Uh, this guy called Andrew Rochford, he is a doctor turned sort of TV presenter. And uh, he basically, he messes up the introduction to a guest who's joining the discussion on the uh, on the Current Affairs show. This is brilliant. Have a listen to this. Very funny. Moving on to some worrying news now. <laughs> and supposedly doctors' waiting rooms may soon be empty with advanced new oh, medical no. apps being developed to help people diagnose and treat themselves. We're joined now by the Oracle on Everything, Kitty Flanagan. Now, Kitty, Kitty should I be worried about my job? Well, uh, if you keep calling me Clitty, you should, yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Genius. Well done, Tom. That was great. Thank you. BBC World Service, you know I'm an addict to it and I listen through it to, through the night. Mm, yes. Well, imagine my joy when our absolute favourite popped up on it. And I'm talking about... There is more than a soup song of camp about this. Now, we were really lucky. We interviewed her a couple of years ago. Yeah. And I didn't realise that that was quite a one-off, Neil. For a while, she stopped giving interviews altogether. I also find interviews are so reductive, often. But you're doing this one? Yeah, it's about food a bit. But she tells me that until recently, she'd never watched herself on screen. Who would, she says. It's hideous, she says. <laughs> but plenty would disagree. We'll hear how her rapturous enjoyment of food may be a reaction to her mother's eating disorder. Did you know anything about that? Nothing, no. Neither did I, Neil. We had a right giggle with her. We didn't cover any of this, but it was fascinating. It was called The Food Chain, and here she is talking about when she was a child, she, when she was growing up, she found uh, mealtimes really anxious. She was really, really stressed with them. I was brought up in an incredibly old-fashioned way, so you had to eat everything on your plate, and if you didn't, you had to sit there until you ate it and then if that still didn't work the plate of cold congealed food would be put in front of you at the next meal and you had to eat it then <gasps> it's like aversion therapy for eating and yet and yet <laughs> i managed to eat very well now but then i hated it was part of the difficulty though your mother's own relationship with food because you've said in the past that that was very difficult to be around yes my mother did have a difficult relationship with food I don't know whether I just didn't notice it when I was a child and only noticed it later when I was a teenager, around 14, I think, or whether my mother's eating disorder developed when I was an adolescent. When you say eating disorder, do you mean bulimia, anorexia? Both. Um, I, think, I think it was anorexia on the edges, but I think it was bulimia. Can you believe this? That's what I had no I know. idea. I know. Honestly, it's such a good interview. Uh, we have to dig out our interview with her and maybe play some snippets of it last week. I mean, we just joked about things at Eurovision and mm. how sexy she is. Mm. Uh, yeah. We didn't cover any of this, but that's why we're not working for the World Service. <laughs> but here, I'm going to end on a high, Neil, right. uh, because I think this may be possibly the best moment of our careers. We're going to Nigella's bedroom. Are you ready? Oh, yes. Yeah, okay, just uh, just join us as we toddle up the old uh, stairs and in we go. Is it true that you keep condiments by the bed, that you have English mustard and Tabasco sauce and soy sauce and Malden salt on your bedside table? I do, I have, um, I have Malden salt plus smoked salt and I have English mustard and... I don't have my soy or hot sauce at the moment, but otherwise I do. I'm, I, I, yes, only because I feel like if I am, you know, eating, lying in bed, I don't feel, oh, God, I've got to go all the way downstairs. What I never do is really eat on the sofa. So I am either lying down or at the table. Yes. Wow. I'm shocked. I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'll leave you with that picture of what she keeps by her bedside uh, table. She doesn't say whether she uses it on anyone um, or whether it's just there to eat or whether it's sort of like nine eats, and a half weeks. She eats lying oh, down. Just, yeah. Mm. Oh, my God. Just when you thought you couldn't like it anymore. Neil, it's lovely when idiots get their comeuppance. There's a homophobic and sullen owner and Trump supporter called Karen Lips.
Uh, you may remember her from December. Someone was asking her a question on a rally. She was on a pro-Trump rally, you know what I mean? Yes. And uh, she said this to someone who was asking her questions while she was there. You're a I said it. What are you, a guy or a girl? Keep going. And I'm going to tell you something else. You're a Nazi and you're brainwashed by MK Ultra. And she said that to someone who had long hair, uh, who was just asking her why she's on that rally. Well, she has now uh, been indicted on seven charges in the Capitol insurrection. She's been charged seven times right. for um, the things that she did. She went she, uh, per, for her participation in the Trump insurrection at the US Capitol. Mm. So just Google that. Karen Lips, be careful where you go to to find that bit of news. <laughs> in fact, I'll post it because that's probably safer than you typing in Karen Lips onto Twitter. You'll get taken to the dark web. Right. But um, good, I'm glad she got her comeuppance yeah excellent well absolutely thank you very much for sharing with the groups and uh, she obviously got a bit too lippy for her own good didn't she <laughs> Anthony Murphy will love this because he adores It's a Sin he does, he gives no spoilers away because that's not what we like at the moment we just want to watch it episode by episode Ollie Alexander was on Lorraine oh hello my love how are you now <laughs> and she obviously is a huge fan of It's a Sin and they brought up that question of well those those scenes Neil oh, yes. I've been lucky enough to have a sneaky preview of episode one of It's a Sin and I'm totally hooked um, and I know that everybody will be too you won't be watching it with your mum I don't think because there are a few there are a few wee naughty scenes oh. just a wee bit just a, just a tiny wee bit there's no saucy nest. <laughs> Do you know what? I told my mum and she said she's not bothered. She's seen it all before. <laughs> well, she has. Well, she has. That's the thing. Do you know what? It's really funny about what people think that their mums will get a little bit embarrassed, but nothing embarrasses us mums. So there you are. Now you can watch Maybe It's a Sin and all those... Uh, <laughs> not with my with, mother. <laughs> this is Two Soups, Six and Later. And here's a, a little insight into Ollie Alexander and how he's dealing with lockdown and his highs and his lows. So look, yeah, what I love about you is your enthusiasm for life. You are one of these people whose glass is like, it's not half full, it's, it's bubbling over. And, I, and I love that about you. I think it's a really, it's a wonderful thing. And it's uh, it's something that most of us need right now. And have you, have you been okay through this crazy time? How have you managed to get through? Oh, thank you, Lorraine. I am, um, I've been fine. You know, I've got a lot to be grateful for and thankful for, but I will be honest, it, it, it has taken a bit of a toll on my mental health, especially sort of, kind of a few months into the first lockdown i live alone and i don't have you know any outside space or anything and i really love to be outside so that was quite hard but you know i think we're all in the same boat aren't we and it's kind of made us all what's been amazing is i've really spoken to a lot of my neighbors and made really good friends with a lot of my people on my street and um you know you make connections where you didn't have them before maybe. oh that's true and that's no that's brilliant that's brilliant and i think she's he's gonna have a lot more uh, interest in his neighbours or the other way around and then after following his appearance on It's a Sin. Yeah, absolutely, yes. You know what I mean? Episode two, Up Against the Wall. This <laughs> <laughs> oh, is one way to get to know the neighbours, isn't it? Anyway, listen, yeah. we've run out of time, Debbie. Thank you very much for Ollie there. That was gorge, gorge. Are you going to be in the Australian Lisa this weekend? It's a scene. Are you going to be doing that? I'm going to join because we haven't been able to talk over it for quite a few weeks now, so it's quite beautiful to have that there. See you next week from 10 on Gadio. Neil and Debbie, this is Ndebs. Extra, extra, tweet all about it. Oh, thank you, Neil. If that wants to know, is, is her rabbit, rabbit a, lesbian? a lesbian? Yes, uh, she is. Most definitely is. Oh, love. We're actually for quite a rare occasion recording the podcast extra bits after the show. That's right. I just yeah. say, if you do start to hear things going a bit technically tits up, oh, my God, it's like trying to ride a tricycle. Doing the, Something's happened with the internet the last few weeks, isn't it? Oh, we've had loads of technical issues. I don't know what it is, but uh, we, we battle through, haven't we? <laughs> Not really. Not really, have we? Oi, internet. Are you blind in one eye? Because we're, it's getting on our tits actually um so that's it did you like this from rupaul isn't he funny did you enjoy that listen i've been doing drag for about 300 years <laughs> <laughs> oh things are getting serious when you start to watch the qvc channel neil for high octane kicks i love the fact that they left the christmas comments in even though you were in you know 
in January, they were yeah, no. repeating it again. Yeah, maybe they didn't shift all the staff, or maybe they just have got. Maybe no one went into work that day. Because <laughs> people are, you don't even have to call in sick now. You just go, I'm not coming in today, and they'll go, yeah, that's fine. I'm W H O. Oh no, double F O. What's it called? Working from home. Oh, I don't know. Is there an acronym? For yeah. That? Oh. Yeah, F M O. Hang on. Working from home. WFH, isn't it? Working from home. W- yeah, that's it. That's what I meant. <laughs> Gone are the days where you had to ring up and go, oh my God, right, what can you only have for 24 hours and you don't have to prove for the doctors? No. Gastroenteritis. Say you've got gastroenteritis. Remember that? When you had to, when you, if you had to bunk off, you had to really go over the top with an excuse and go, oh, I, is that, oh, I can't come in today, I've got gastroenteritis. And they go, would you think you'd be back in tomorrow? Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, maybe, I, I think <laughs> I might be. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever bunked I, off at all? I never was never a bunked? big bunker, really, no. No, not uh, no, I was always quite a good one, you know. Yeah. I used to find, I used to, I mean, I had, as a kid, I had all the childhood illnesses like, you know, chicken pox and mumps and all that stuff. And I remember that mm. whole feeling after you'd had like, literally like two weeks off school, having to go back yeah. in was horrible and get back into the routine of that school life, having had that lovely, lazy time at home with your mum. Oh, Neil, you know what you've just done. You've just basically described every single person at school over the last year. <laughs> yeah. They've had that year. Imagine yeah. catching up on a year's worth of staff. I know. Oh, it's sad, isn't it? It is. Really <gasps> They're talking about extending the school day, aren't they, by a few, by an hour or so to uh, be able to get more lessons back in. Oh, God. This is. We've done it in Newsnight. Hello, I'm Kirsty Walk. You're talking about uh, QVC. It reminds me of the, my epic day when I went to QVC. They've got this, it was like a big marble building on this really sexy bridge across the Thames in London. And uh, I had an audition. And Neil? I had, uh, yes, have you written it down? Read that. I yes. I can't read it from here. I've said, you. Um, Tell Neil's shopping channel anecdote forward slash pencil. And you go in and I was, I'd sent in a demo and I thought I'm going to be on camera or something. Well, of course, on, on your in, in, interview and everything, you don't get as far as doing a screen test or anything. Well, hang on a second, Neil. This is a this could have changed your life. Your life. So take us back. So how old were you when you walked down those uh, those oh, famous just, uh, stairs to QVC? Uh, must probably early 30s. Six. Oh, early 30s. Gosh. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So you. Time of my life, I was, you know. Confident man walking down there going, I'm going to get on TV. I'm going to be, I'm going to be the next big thing. I mean, come on. Well, I, so I, don't, I don't think I was actually confident. That was the problem. But I did probably in my head think, oh, this could be my moment. And of course, it was. So did, did, did you actually, was it advertised or did you send in your details and go, I'd want to be a presenter? I think it might have been advertised in The Guardian or something like that. And, the uh, Guardian? Mm, yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. You, do QVC people, audience read The Guardian and they spell in, The Guardian? Maybe it was in the stage, I don't know. Anyway, I turned yeah. up and uh, expected to do a screen test and everything and they said, right, the first thing we're going to do, um, and they sat across the desk with me and I said, oh yes, and was, the Jack guy was sort of holding this sort of pen in his hand, there was a pencil, wasn't it? Oh. And uh, chatting away and he said, right, and first thing I'd like you to do, if I hand you this, I'd like you to sell me this pencil. Did you go 59p, please? <laughs> I would have done that. I can't remember. And you because you have to try and sell the benefits of it and all that sort of stuff. And it's really difficult when you're put on the spot like that. But and I don't what did you I say? Did. I can't. Remember. What did you do? I can't. I just said, Well, it's a pencil, here you go. I can't I honestly can't remember. But I don't I don't recall thinking afterwards all oh, that went well. Do you know <laughs> Well obviously not because I didn't get the job. But Neil, this is where you would have got see, I would have turned up there, got that pencil, and I and if they sell that pencil, I'd go certainly and I'll go special one time off we've only got one minute on the clock How, jackie five of these left i'd snap it in off i'd go two for the price of one. Oh, that's good that's good i would have got the job and then got fired that would have got you for breaking me- merchandise yeah. breaking merch you would have been great how about going back for it now would you because you'd be quite good at doing that i don't know i, 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 don't I, think, know. I, I think i also auditioned for ideal world <laughs> oh neil i love you what were you going to do on that <laughs> Uh, what does I do world? Well, that was that was one down from QVC, wasn't it? And and oh. I remember I went for this audition and this guy turned up and he was introduced. He was like, I don't know, I can't remember what his name is. It might be Paul or something. Very oh, tanned. Oh. And, and he was so he was so it was like this, he's like with well, the stars of the shop of the shopping town <gasps> world. 
uh, big oh. star, you know, gold chin jangly bracelet and yeah. um, uh, permatan and everything. And Got very it. confident, very vivacious, mm. you know. And I, thought, and I could understand why he was, you know, you know he was sold in this. This is this is who you're, this is who you're aiming to emulate. So what happened there? What happened I didn't there? get that one either. Oh. <laughs> I can't remember oh. what I did for the audition for that. Similar thing where they get you to try and sell something. And, uh, now, so you were forewarned. So you knew oh, you had to go in there with something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should have just undone your zip. Just undone your zip and stood there and just go and just carry on. Bye, Felicia. Um, Joe, one of the funniest things that I ever saw, Neil, about Revis V zips being undone was Sink the Pink when they had their first street party. It was bloody brilliant. It was in London and they, uh, they had sort of acts in between Sink the Pink and there was this drag queen that went along. She was doing backflips along the massive stage, went right into the audience, and she did the drop, you know, the dead drop, poof, like that. And then she got up and her, and her um, bits were flinging out, and you just heard the audience go, ah! And she and she carried on dancing, and I nearly it nearly took the front row out, Neil. I'm not joking. And then she stopped it, and she went, she went, she went like this, hold it! And she looked down and she went, this is how you tuck. And she took all her clothes off and then to music, tucked up. And at the end of it, she walked off and we were like, I think that's the best. She sold her pencil. Neil, she would have got that job on QVC because she totally sold her pencil. Changed the last couple of letters in the end of pencil and you got it. But she was fantastic. Neil, it was, but it was just the shock of it. And she knew the reaction she'd get when her bits were hanging out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was just, <laughs> Neil, it was funny because you really felt that you were in on the joke. Yeah, quite And we were sat there going, oh, my God, look. And you could see the ripples as it went further, further back. And people went, oh, my God, look what's happened. <laughs> and she had total control over the audience. Yeah, I love it. I love oh, it. love. Yeah. I love yeah, well, QVC and I love drag queens. Mm. Why don't we combine the two? That Why don't we combine really well. the two? A drag queens are their own shopping channel. Yeah, QV me. QV me. Yeah, what could we do? I think we could. I think we could do it because people buy all sorts of shit in lockdown. We could really. Why don't we set up a channel? Right, Neil. Sell me this pencil. No, I'm not doing that again. <laughs> you haven't got the job. You know what? Bye, Felicia. Oh well, that's lovely. This is this a short one, Neil. You look a bit tired today. I don't mind. We're both knackered. To be honest with you, we're both knackered because the the technical issues, hopefully next week they'll be sorted. So if the last few shows have been a bit, yeah. what the fuck is going on? That's why. We don't we know what's going to, on. We do try to be like swans, don't we? Whilst we're going on on the air, we, we just, you know. We try and sell a pencil. Yeah, we just exactly. try and sell a pencil. We're Neil, can you, like call, mm. can you call this podcast Selling a Pencil? Selling a pencil. All right, because only people who that you are, you know, you're our favourites. If you get, to, especially after listening to today's show, if you get through to this bit, you'll understand why it's called selling a pencil. And you can claim your free pencil. Just write to Neil Sexton, care of pencil sellers. Pencil sellers. Or would you prefer? It's just sometimes the shorter the title, it fits on the thing better. Just call it pencil. Pencil, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Pencil, I like that. No one will know. Why is it called pencil? Pencil, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that a funny word, pencil? I've just written it down. And why don't you, for the cover of it? Do you remember that brilliant scene in Love Actually, where no, sorry, it's Bridget Jones. Bridget Jones's mum runs away with the QVC salesman who's orange. Do you remember that? She has an affair, so she she leaves whatever his name is. Bridget Jones's dad, that famous actor, mm. and she runs off with the orange man right. from QVC. Mm. I'm beginning to lose the will to live, actually. <laughs> sell me a pencil, Neil. Actually, I do need a pencil, so sell me one. Uh, I have, well, I'm, I'm fresh out of pencils, unfortunately. Do you know who would be good at selling a pencil? This is my last thing. What you got there? No, I oh, just realised I had some fudge. pencils and they've all gone. I don't need. I wasn't even aware I'd finished them. Isn't that? Oh awful? my god. Neil, you're going to need that job at QVC to keep you in pair drops. What's that, 50 <laughs> pence a bo bottle? I mean, a pack, what is 75p that? 75p they are, now. 75 pence. I love it when people say pence. <laughs> 75 pence. I quite enjoy that. It's because it annoys me, but I like it. Do you know what I mean? Um, you know who'd be great at selling a pencil at QVC? You wouldn't have to. you just hold it up. And you That's all you'd have to do. Yeah, and just choke hold you until... 
put the number underneath him and then just do choke hold if you don't ring up. Yeah. I'd buy a pencil off Darth Vader. Hands up, we buy a pencil off Darth Vader. This is what we've got to on the show now. So we've gone up. Be, uh, HB off DV. Buy an HB off DV. Maybe not. It's um, time to go because you know it. You know it is. <laughs> you know it makes sense. There is more than a soup song of camp about this. Hang on, Neil. Hello, madam. How can I help you? I'd like to buy a pencil, please, because no one's selling me one. I tried to buy one off Darth Vader. He wasn't interested in Neil Sexton. Wouldn't sell me one because he couldn't be bothered. Uh, I haven't got got the correct clip for answering her. Hello? Hello? (laughs) Let's get out of here. Off to buy a pencil, Neil! and Debbie.